0: guys and welcome to my podcast Becky on Tour about my semester abroad in Raleigh, North Carolina in the United States. My name is Becky and I'm your reliable source into the exciting world of American college life. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, stay tuned. Today, we have a guest, Eric Rodriguez, who studied abroad at my home university, Vienna University of Business and Economics, last spring semester. He's going to tell you guys a little bit about what it's like to study abroad in Austria, how it's different from studying in the United States in terms of classes, people, professors, and so on, and any other observations he has made. Eric is also going to give you some info on the do's and don'ts at my home university that I might never have thought of because I'm so used to them. So to all of you who are considering studying abroad in Austria or Europe in general, listen up because you might gain some valuable insights. Hi Eric, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I really appreciate it. And to start off this interview, I would ask you to please introduce yourself, stating your name, your pronouns, your major, both your universities, and the best dish you tried there. <laughs>
1: of course. Um, thank you for having me on the podcast. Um, my name is Eric Rodriguez. I am a student here, um, senior year at NC State University, and I studied abroad at the Vienna University of Economics and Business. Um, I'd have to say uh, my favorite dish from Vienna was probably Wiener schnitzel. Um, it was everywhere you went, it was always an option. So that was nice.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I love that one as well. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and uh, I use the he, him pronouns. Um, yeah, that's a bit about me.
0: Thank you so much. So to start off, I would ask you to please tell me, how did you find the campus at Vienna University of Business and Economics? How is it yeah. different than NC State campus?
1: Um, well, the campus surprised me with how modern it was. Uh, every building, you know, looked like a, had some kind of modern take to it with how the architecture looked, um, you know, what materials they used. Um, so that was really cool. I was surprised by that. But, you know, the campus was a lot smaller. Um, I remember telling my parents it was more like a co- what a college would be. Um, you know, here in Raleigh, we've got a uh, Wake Tech, which is a community college, and um, you know, it's a lot smaller. It doesn't offer as many uh, you know, uh, associate degrees in different fields. Um, and I thought, uh, you know, Vienna University was a bit like that in that it only offered, you know, uh, degrees in economics and business. Um, the campus was a lot smaller, and so that I think would be the biggest difference between the two. Um, and, you know, because of that, it affects other things as well, you know, like, you know, how much there is to do on campus throughout the year, things like that. The I remember the bigger um, sort of attractions that the campus had was its library, because um, I'm sure you remember how that building looks, you know, very modern, very almost futuristic looking. I remember people saying, it, oh, it looks like a spaceship from a movie. But um, I do remember the library is the biggest attraction sort of Um, and I remember I was told that they do have gym classes um, as an option but they're pretty small and certainly you know it doesn't compare to the Carmichael gym that we have here at NC State that's massive three or four floors uh, you know two different parts an entire swimming pool available Um, yeah it's it's nice all the amenities that we have here
0: yeah, it's definitely a whole different dimension. And did you live on campus or did you live off campus?
1: And When I was in Vienna? Yes. I lived off campus. Um, but even then, I was only I was less than a 10 minute walk away from the school. Um, and what was nice was I've lived uh, on campus at NC State before. Um, and, you know, the cost for that um, at Wolf Village, where I lived the first semester, it was a thousand per semester which is, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. You know, they're going to charge a bit more for you to be on campus. But um, over in Vienna, I the apartment I stayed at, it was similar to Wolf Village in that you had three roommates, um, but each of you had your own room, and then you just shared a kitchen, bathroom, shower, stuff like that. But over there, it was only around €560, Euros, which translate to a little less than $600 here. So that price difference was... Um, a nice surprise to me
0: yeah it makes sense and honestly people in vienna would think that is expensive really uh, yes we would. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so it kind of shows how the differences really are uh, yeah also like in terms of price and how expensive mm-hmm. things are here yeah Also with school tuition because I'm sure you know that we don't pay.
1: I've heard that you (laughs) just have to take the admissions test and um, once you get admitted, you have to pay like a student fee of like 20 euros or something and then that's it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's cold and it's, <laughs> it's it cannot be compared to the kind of school yeah
1: no. Pay here. here paying a couple thousand dollars per semester yeah <laughs> i um i remember when we had our pre-departure conference they told us about that option um if you don't want to do an exchange you can just directly apply to view and you know you'd save a lot of money but at by that point it was too late but it's nice to know that it's an option for students you know <laughs>
0: It definitely is. Like We have a lot of international students at mm-hmm. you, and I'm going to get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> what do you of experience in, in that regard? But first of all, I'd be interested in the class schedule. How is that yeah. different?
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. So here at NC State, our classes are always either, or for the most part anyway, either 50 minutes and there's three of them a week, or they're an hour and 15 minutes and there's two of them a week. Um, so, you know, for students who are more in STEM, they'll have labs, which those do tend to run a bit longer. Um, but over in Vienna, the majority of classes I was in were, uh, I believe, around three hours. Um, and uh, within those three hours, um, you'd have breaks, luckily. Like, you'd do about an hour of learning, um, usually lectures or something, then take a break, uh, do another hour, take a break, and then do that last hour. Um so that was a bit of a shock. But also, because it's three-hour classes, they were only ever really once, maybe twice a week. Um, and then, of course, the professors had their times where they let us out early. Um, and then another big difference was, with the semesters here, classes will go on for all four months. Um, there's the eight-week classes, but you know those are usually gym classes or whatever. Over in Vienna, it's such a... A wide range of one-year classes could be. I remember one of my classes uh, started in March, which is you know typically when the semester starts over there for the spring semester or what they call the summer semester, and they'll usually go to June. Um, but I had one class that started in March, ended in April. Uh, the class was only you know <laughs> it only lasted for one month, um, and granted, it was a four and a half hour class. Luckily, we never really stayed more than two hours. Um, and it was only once a week for, you know, uh, that period of like, I think it was a bit over a month, but in just that one month, the class was over. Um, and then I some of my friends said their classes started in uh, April and then ended in May as well. So, you know, there's a lot more uh, options in in terms of like how you want your schedule to look. It was a bit harder to understand, like, coming from NC State system to VU's system, um, but it, there is a big differences in the scheduling of things.
0: Yeah, and also we can choose our classes, yeah. and it's different at NC State.
1: A little bit, yeah. I could take any class there, um, which was nice, but I think it also has to do with, you know, um, I was an international student, not a degree-seeking student from that university, Um, But I don't know how that would change if I was a degree-seeking student. Um, And here we do have that system sort of with our what we call free electives. But, you know, you only get a limited amount of those um, within your time here.
0: Makes sense. And if it's not in your major, you kind of have to have it approved.
1: Yeah. Yeah. um, You have to – there's also – you have to wait more time. Um, you know, to sign up for those classes because usually classes are, um, they'll have reservations for students only within that major. And so if you want to take a class, um, you know, it might not really be possible because it just always gets filled up with, you know, major students, which makes sense. You know, you want, they're in that major, you want them to take that class, they should have that opportunity.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. It would be unfair to do it differently. Mm -hmm. So my next question would actually be how would you describe the school spirit at VU?
1: Yeah, so uh, it's they have a very different um, version of it. Here, you know, our school spirit is mostly about just um, wearing NC State uh, apparel. Everywhere you go on campus, you're going to see someone with an NC State shirt, sweater, uh, backpack, anything of the sort. Um, over there, you never really see anyone wearing any VU apparel. Um There is some, but it's, you know, here we have the bookstore um, that also sells a bunch of different NC State clothing. And, you know, we were partnered with a few different uh, brands, such as Adidas, Champion. Um, So, you know, there is a lot of options in terms of what to wear. Over at VEU, there was in their library, they had a small little section. Um, It was more of a gift shop, honestly, um, where you can buy, like, it's one single VEU sweater, That is also a t-shirt, but it looks the same. So I definitely understand why it's not worn as much. Um, But also, you know, the difference in dressing in Europe as opposed to here. Here it's a lot more uh, casual, um, honestly a bit lazy sometimes. You know, you'll sometimes see students pull up to classes in their pajamas still. Um, But yeah, over in Vienna, uh, it was a lot more A bit more formal, um, you know, not to the point where everyone's wearing, like, suits and stuff, but everyone's, you know, dressed well. Um, They've got, you know, more likely than not, jeans and a nice T-shirt. And so another reason that, you know, you don't see the kind of dressing for school spirit that you see here. Um, And then as well, we've got our football team, Um, you know, our football games, which bring out a lot of uh, school spirit from the students with the tailgates and then the games themselves, um, The our athletics division, it's nice how big it is. Um, and it does get a lot of support from our students. Whereas at VEU, while I do know they have a football team, the VEU Tigers, it's certainly nowhere near as known as um, within the school as our Wolfpack football team is to our students.
0: Yeah, and I have to say, I neither knew of the shop that they have. about no. uh, like the apparel. <laughs> Nor the the like the the football, football team. TV. Yeah,
1: American football, just to clear it up. But, yeah, I didn't know about it for a while either. Um, the shop, I knew about it just because they told us, hey, if you want to buy some stuff to remember Vayu from, uh, there's a few things there. Um, so that was nice. I bought a little crew neck sweater from there. Um, but the t- the Vayu Tigers, I didn't find out about until like more than halfway through the semester and it was only because they were serving drinks at an event in the school so that was something
0: (laughs) i think it's definitely different even when you go somewhere as an international student because Mm -hmm. you want to you know get that experience You probably even know more of the school and the university than you as a degree seeking student
1: exactly yeah and uh, i'm sure have you been to a football game yet here
0: Yes, yes, I loved it, yeah. and it's a whole different dimension than everything exactly. I've ever seen
1: in Austria. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's, it's good energy, and um, if you did also the, uh, what are they called, tailgates? If you did the tailgating as well, yes. you also get just a, a good experience of how students act. Um, in that sense.
0: True. And that's actually my next question. What differences with regard to how students act and how they interact with international students Mm -hmm. in particular? What difference do you see?
1: So um, here, you know, with the sort of Southern American culture that um, Raleigh and North Carolina and the rest of the South has, it's uh, a bit more open, a bit more friendly. You know, you'll see someone walking down the street and maybe say, hey, that would be a lot more normal. Um, as opposed to in Vienna where people are typically a lot more reserved um, especially the locals they don't really want to talk to you um, which is understandable you know it's for them it's a bit strange to just see a random person and want to strike up a conversation but also um, as an international student in Vienna it, you know theres also the language barrier um, while many students uh, Honestly, I'd venture to say most, if not all, students at VU um, speak English fluently or, you know, mostly fluently. I could definitely tell that they they prefer German still. Um, Even in some of my group projects, I noticed that, you know, um, the class would be in English. But while we were working on the project, even with me there, like at a table with them, they'll still speak German to each other. And it's understandable, you know, it's their primary uh, language, and so they're a bit more comfortable with it. But, um, yeah, it's it definitely a culture of just being more private, um, which is uh, also goes into how they handle uh, customer service as well. So going to grocery stores... Um, the attendant, you know, won't really interact with you at all. Um, they'll just say, they'll scan the items, tell you how much it is, and then, you know, you can say bye if you want, but they won't really care. Um, they just, they are just there to scan the items and send you on your way. Um, as opposed to here where, you know, you'll typically strike up a conversation, um, you know, at least say, uh, hey, how are you doing? You know, uh, is that everything? Things like that. Um, so just little things um, of just how, people react to uh, strangers
0: yeah and now that you said it i think that was really weird for me at first when i went to like the coffee shop and the first question that person asked me was like how do you do yeah and i didn't i didn't (laughs) expect it so i was like sorry what (laughs) yeah
1: exactly you just be like uh what do you want you know honestly you'd probably just say what you want in vienna yeah um as opposed to here Uh, and then also one of the funniest things was just in grocery shops, just how they scan—they are, try—it's like there. It's a race of just who can scan the fastest. They mm-hmm. scan the items as fast as possible. Um, you know, here typically a lot of places will bag your items for you. Over there, you either, you'll have your own bag most likely, and then just bag it yourself. But it's it it almost you feel under pressure over there with how quickly they're scanning items and expecting you to pay. Um, it's nice how slow they take it here, uh, which you know. I missed that while I was in Vienna, for sure.
0: Yeah, I remember that, yeah.
1: I will say it was nice not waiting um, in a line of, like, 20 people uh, just to get my item skin and leave the store, as opposed to here. Um, If you've been to Walmart, you'll know there's the 20 different checkout lines. Only two of them are being worked or something, and then they both have, like, 10 people in line, and it takes ages to get through, but... Yeah...
0: (laughs) That's just different. I feel like here people are more concerned with being polite.
1: Definitely. Not, I think. yeah. It's, yeah.
0: <laughs> On that note, did you make any friends, Austrian friends there or <laughs> not? <laughs>
1: I'd, yeah, I I'd made a few, um, mostly through the projects that we did together. Um, but I was surprised about, you mentioned earlier, but VU has a lot of international students, um, even ones that are getting their degree from that school, um, like, not just international exchange like me, but ones who are, you know, attending that for multiple years. Um, even they are coming from other countries within Europe. Um, so I know in one project, um, we, there were five of us. I, If I remember correctly, I think two of them were from Vienna, um, but I was from the U.S. I was only there for a semester. But then there was um, a student from Ukraine as well who was getting his degree there and a Hungarian student uh, who was getting his degree there. So there's a lot of international students, but um, most of the friends I made were those other international students who were only there for, you know, either like a semester or maybe a year. Um, Because I think as an international student, you have to have a sort of um, extroverted personality if you're going to be doing something like that. You know, it's great to know people um, to then, you know, you can plan trips outside of the country with them. And so uh, definitely the majority of friends I made were from other countries. A lot of uh, Canadians there. um, From the U.S., funny enough, uh, Chicago had sent uh, quite a lot of students. I remember apparently I talked to one of them. Apparently, VU has a special uh, relationship with a university in Chicago. I forgot the name of it. But I just know 40 students from the school in Chicago went to Vienna. So that was crazy. Um, But also, you know, students even from as far as Australia were showing up to Austria, which was really cool. It was great to just meet people from all corners of the world.
0: That's true. And I feel like Vienna in general is a very international city. What would you say is stuff you can do there?
1: Oh, in Vienna, oh, there's a lot, you know. (laughs) Honestly, just taking a walk uh, through um, the more historic part of it, um, the more central part of it where Stefan's Platz is, um all the different shops, all the different historic sites, you know, there's a lot of old cathedrals and churches in Vienna that, you know, with how old their architecture is, they look really awesome. Um, So, you know, you can explore the historic aspects of the city, but then it is still a, I'd say a modern city. You know, there's always something happening. Um, You can go to different uh, clubs, different attractions, museums, things like that. Um, And... (laughs) Funny enough the amusement park that's right next to the school. Um, you can always take your time there cause it's it was cool. We when we showed up in uh, February, it, there was a few rides um, but not much and there was like a few stands um, and other buildings that are just always on in that area. Um, but then as you know the, the months progressed and it got to more warmer climate, they started putting up more rides throughout those months. So that was cool to see it develop. Um, and, you know, at then at its height, you know, with how many people were showing up each day, um, it's nice how much there is to do within that city where you can just walk between places like that as opposed to having to drive half an hour or something.
0: So what recommendations would you give someone who wants to yes. go? this?
1: Oh, okay. Um, definitely visit the different palaces. Um, you know, there's Schönbrunn Palace, the one that's a bit uh, more well-known, I'd say. Um, I think it's the larger one as well, um but you know
0: it's larger, yeah than Belvedere
1: Belvedere is the other Definitely. one, yes, um, and you know visiting you know depending on when you visit, if you visit in the winter, things are gonna be um the plant life isn't gonna be there, uh, so it's not gonna be as colorful, but you still get amazing views of the cities and also just you're visiting a palace when is that not cool um, and then there's Belvedere as well, which also has you know really nice gardens. Um, and that one is a bit, um, a bit more of an art museum as well with, uh, the, I know it has a famous artwork in there. Um, I think it's the kiss or something. So there's that. Um, and then there's visiting the historic, other historic aspects, you know, the churches, like I mentioned earlier. Um, but as students, um, the school will always be putting on some kind of, uh, event that involves alcohol, you know, they're, um. For a while, um, we had Spritzer Stands. Um, So, you know, a lot of students will always show up to that. Um, They'll also, uh, EBN, uh, which is an organization within the school at VU, also uh, likes to um, have trips with students. So I know I still follow them on Instagram. And recently I saw they had their or they started the selling tickets for Salamsee, which is like a ski trip at the top of the Alps. Um, so they'll do things like that, take students out of the country, but then outside of school as well, there's so much to do with, um, just in Vienna, you know, ferry rides, uh, going, taking a ride in the, uh, horse drawn carriages, um, just visiting all the different local shops, um, all the cafe shops, uh, the local brewery, you can tour that there's just so much to do, um. If you, I definitely recommend taking a semester there just to have all the time to, you know, fully explore the city.
0: And what was your favorite thing in
1: Vienna? Oh, within Vienna. um, Yeah, uh, I, I definitely say um, visiting all the churches just because, you know, here in North Carolina, sure, we have maybe a few old buildings, but it's nothing like what you see just walking down the streets in Vienna. You know, um, it's it's always just mind blowing for me when I see like when I saw Stefan's plots and just how large of a structure it is, knowing like it was built centuries ago um, and then going inside of it and looking at all the artwork, uh, everything that was created by hand. Um, and then even in other cities, I always tried to go to, you know, some kind of cathedral because they'll usually always have one Um and then just seeing all the all the different artwork, um, just how everything looks, and then, you know, obviously the city around it as well.
0: And in terms of classwork, professors, students, mm-hmm. what recommendations would you give someone in terms of interacting with them? Yeah,
1: uh, so definitely get ready to do a lot of student, pro- uh, like, group projects. Um, that's something I noticed over there. The classes are mostly a group project that... Um, They'll either last for the majority of the class period or, you know, they'll last the, for a few weeks at least. Um, but get ready to do those group projects. You know, you're going to be getting close to those other students because, you know, you're going to be meeting a lot um, since it is, a, they are usually pretty uh, heavy projects, I'd say, in the amount of work each of you do. Um, but, you know, it's not too bad where it'll take away from you having free time but um definitely get ready for those group projects the professors i didn't really interact with too much just because um you know i spend more time outside of the school but all of the professors seem very friendly and very open to you know having relationships with the students and you know they all the classes are a lot smaller so you know they have that opportunity to have more one-on-ones and just um, have better relationships with students as opposed to here, well, you know, some classes are sizes of like 250 to 300 students. So it's harder to, um, you know, first of all, talk with the other students and also with the professor.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That was actually my last question. Thank you so much, Eric. Of course. Being here and it's it's <laughs> so interesting for me as well to hear about international students going to my home university. Yeah. <laughs> because I did not know about most of the things mm-hmm. because as a like as an Austrian student Yeah,
1: you're living there not traveling there. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, and it's okay. the same here, you know. I'm always surprised that student international students choose to come to Raleigh, North Carolina of all places. Um so it's always interesting to see, you know, what kind of uh led to that um and then also see what their experience like is here as opposed to uh an american studying abroad in vienna
0: yeah that's definitely true and Mm -hmm. you know i always say the grass is always greener on the other side
1: so yeah fair enough i i would like to go back to vienna
0: (laughs) and i would like to stay here yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah great experiences all around it's just great to have that uh insight into the changing in cultures you know.
0: That is very true. Well thank you so much for being here with me today Eric. I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing your experience at Vienna University of Business and Economics with me and with my audience. And to all of you guys who are listening right now, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram on schdn or beckyontour__. And I hope you have a great rest of the week. Greetings from the other side of the ocean. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.